Velkommen til The Scandinavian Podcast, en podcast, hvor du kan blive klogere på alt lige fra The Scandinavian som medlemsklub, kommende arrangementer, samt få nogle brugbare råd om golfsvinger, der kan prøves af ved næste besøg. I dag med vores golfmanager Martin og direktør David. One of the first topics that we are going to address here today, David, is company days. And uh, we get a lot of the questions about company days in reception. Why do we have so many company days? Why are they all played on old course, etc.? Can you please just let us know what's going on with the company days and why do we have so many? Yeah, so um, first of all, we have far less company days than we've had in the past. So when the Scandinavian opened... Um, the idea was to have sort of 60, 70, 80 company days a year. A couple of years ago, we decided to set a limit of 46. So 46 is the maximum number of company days we have. And we only have 23 on each course. That's the goal. And because we have two golf courses that are really quite equal in standing, um, it's easier for us to be able to to um, push company day customers to take each golf course. Um We also ha- never have company days at a weekend. So from an availability point of view, we know that weekends are when the members want to play the most. So, and, and that's, of course, why we don't have any company days at the weekend. So that's, in theory, why company days are really quite useful for us. We're lucky enough to have two golf courses. Company days come at a time of the week when maybe the members don't necessarily need two golf courses. Um, and of course, they play a big part in the in the financial picture for the overall business. Right. Okay. So they're not all played on all course, I guess. No, absolutely not. I mean, we. Uh, I think in the early years, people would have preferred to have their company day on old course. It was, of course, the original number one golf course in Denmark. It was the first one here. Uh, and it was the one that maybe the members preferred at that point. But in more recent years, um, new courses become much more popular. And and from our side, we definitely try and equal out the amount of company days on each golf course. So, um, no, absolutely not. We we really try and share them out between the two courses. Right, cool. So you can get, if you have a company day a few years in a row, you would try each course as a company day visitor, I guess. Yeah, you would alternate between the two. So, of course, in one year, you course the following year, which, which is also nice for your customers. Right. And why did you end up at 46? Yeah, so we started off, um, because we started off so high, um, we decided we need to step it down or, or limit them in a in a phased manner. Um, and we just think that, you know, 23 on each golf course at this point, knowing at the times of years when they want to come, that's the amount that we think is is about right for availability of the members. But it also is a, is a balance with that brings us in um, enough revenue to be able to contribute to the to the overall balance. So it's important to 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 not forget that company days bring us between one and a half and two million um each year in, in income, which is almost 10% of our total. And and if we didn't have company days, we would have to find that that revenue from somewhere else. And I guess there's not too many customers that are willing to pay us great money to hold an event on a Tuesday morning when it doesn't affect the members too much. Um, it also plays a huge part in in pairs business, uh, and I think it's important for us to remember that for us to be able to have um, a really great cafe and a really great restaurant, to be able to have those bits of external business to contribute to that to the financials of the restaurant is also huge. Right. 
Cool. I think that uh, answers the majority of the questions on uh, company days. If you have any further questions, Jen, just let us know in uh, reception and we'll be happy to answer them for you. We received these uh, questions about our uh, different uh, rooms at the Scandinavian and our meeting and, and members facilities. And uh, one of the questions is uh, regarding our members lounge. And the question is, how do we book the members lounge? Okay, so um, you don't is the answer. The members lounge, you don't book. Uh, the members lounge is a members lounge where any member can go up and use it. Um, you can use it to watch television. You can go up to read a book. You can go up to take a call. You can go up to, um, you know, use your laptop for a few minutes before you play golf. Um, the, mem the, the members lounge is just a room that's private to members. Um, apart from the winter months when we turn it into a golf simulator, it really is just a members lounge. Um, so if you ever go up there and there's something going on, you're welcome to, to go into the room. Um, if you want to book a meeting and you want to invite your company or you really want to do a meeting that's private, then that's what the meeting room is for. Um, and the meeting room has just gone through a, 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 an upgrade um, through our partner Rico and has and now has all the latest technology for video conferencing. So the meeting room is a really great option if you want to book something that's private for your business, for a board meeting. The members lounges is not. The members lounge is not bookable. Um, it's open to any members to go up there and it's it's open, of course, for multiple members at the same time. That's the difference with the two facilities. And um, I, should, I should remember that uh, if you did want to book the meeting room, um, we have a 30% reduction in the price for members who want to book the meeting room. So there's a fairly substantial benefit for, for members who want to do their meetings or their company business here. If you have any further questions, Jim, just let us know in the reception and we'll be happy to answer them. På vejen af The Scandinavian og vores podcast vil jeg gerne takke af for denne gang og sige tak fordi I lyttede med. Har I nogle spørgsmål, der kunne være interessante at vende, enten hos David eller Martin eller nogle af de andre, der er kommet med, må I endelig kontakte os.